Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Although living with anxiety can be a challenge, did you know that you can really enjoy your life and thrive despite dealing with anxiety? Come with me and let me show you how you can love and embrace all of it. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back. I am so glad you're here. Well, it's September and I, for one, am so excited. I love September. Why? Because for us in the Phoenix area, it means that pretty soon the nights are going to start cooling down and the daytime temperatures will not be so unbearable. (laughs) I know, I know, I know, I know. Unbearable is just my thought, but I'm choosing to keep that for now. I was even talking to a client last night from California, and she said that with this latest heat wave that they've been having, that she felt like she was really experiencing Arizona heat. And I asked her why, and she said, because it is dark outside and it is still 100 degrees. (laughs) Yep, I get it. I totally get it. I tell you, for me, as the summer heat seems to just hang on, I start to get kind of cranky. Just ask my husband. He'll tell you. By the end of September every year, I start getting really cranky, and I just want to move. I just think about, okay, where we're we're going to move so that we don't have to endure yet another Arizona summer. And all my brain seems to focus on is the the heat of the summers, just our hot, hot summers. And it fails to recognize how wonderful, how beautiful it is here for seven months out of the year. (laughs) We have been here for 30 years now, and you'd think, you would think that I would be over this, but I'm not. I am still working on it. (laughs) And I've noticed that this seems to be kind of a pattern for me. And so it got me thinking about where else do I focus on the negative instead of the positive in my life? So last month, we were moving our son into his new apartment, and we had just spent three days driving prior to this, and we were so anxious to finally get there, get the keys, and get him all moved in. So after working out a few snags that morning, the key was in our hand and we were ready to go. And immediately after we opened the door and we started to walk in, both my son and I totally noticed just how filthy that apartment was. And as we started walking from room to room, it became quite clear that the previous tenant left without even wiping it down. It was so gross. And all my son and I could see was the total dirt and grime everywhere. And honestly, I just wanted to cry. I really felt like crying. And and I know my, my son had some of the same feelings. And he and I, we just kept pointing things out to each other. And we were getting more and more discouraged. And then there was my husband. And instead of focusing on all that dirt and all that grime, he was focused on the apartment overall, right? While my son and I were looking at all of its flaws, my husband was going from room to room, pointing out, oh, look at these large closets. Look how big this room is. Oh my goodness, look at all the cupboard space in the kitchen and these appliances. Holy cow, they are in such great shape. And he was going on and on and on. So here we were, all in that same situation, but each of us was looking through a totally different filter. My son and I threw a negative filter and my husband threw a positive filter. So as I was thinking about this experience, 
I started to think about all the different filters that we use, right? And for instance, there are filters built in the camera apps on our phones, right? Or our computers that allow us to alter the way we look. There are camera filters photographers use to alter the light and the color that enters the camera lens, right? In order to create better images, more artistic images or sharper images, if you will. And then there's the filter we call sunglasses. And this filter is designed to block out all those harmful UV rays of the sun. Something that we use all the time here in Arizona. And <laughs> usually, when we put on our sunglasses, it usually makes everything look just a little bit darker, or even a different color altogether, right? And like I said, this type of filter can be extremely useful for our protection. Now, I have a pair of glasses that are called transition lenses. You know, the kind that automatically go dark as soon as the light of the sun hits them. And they are great whenever I do any sorts of outdoor activity like biking or hiking or whatever. But but when I come inside, it takes a while for them to transition back to a clear lens. And for a while, everything starts, everything appears um, dull and really dark. And our human brain is, is its own type of filter, right? Our human brain is, is the lens through which we see everything. We interpret all that information that comes in from all of our our senses and it filters it out and sometimes this mental filter only sees the dark the dull or the negative of the situation that we're in my son and i experienced this exact mental filter our filter had a very narrow focus and we were only focused on the negative aspects of the apartment but my husband's filter had a much broader focus and he saw beyond all of that dirt now, our primitive brain is always looking for problems, right? It's always looking for those problems, and it's so eager to point them all out to us. So naturally, it looks for the negative. And those of us who tend to deal with anxiety or depression on a regular basis, we tend to see things through this mental filter more often than not. Now, here's the good news. The good news is that we can totally override that primitive brain with our higher brain called the primitive or the prefrontal cortex. This, this part of our brain is the part that allows us to analyze or interpret and make decisions and interpret the situation or the experiences that we are having. Now, we get to interpret or analyze the experience in a way that we choose. Now, I want to tell you there's always, always more than one way of seeing things and interpreting things, right? If I'm wearing my sunglasses inside, I see things very differently than when I take them off. And I can choose to keep my dark sunglasses on if I want, and I can see things darker and duller if I want to. Or I can choose to take them off and I can see everything lighter or brighter. It's totally up to me. But sometimes when I'm stuck feeling anxious or overwhelmed, I forget that I even have a choice and I tend to stay focused using my negative mental filter. And does this ever happen to any of you? I'm telling you what, having a coach to remind me of this is such a gift. A coach 
really helps you to recognize when you're looking through a negative filter and what it's creating for you. And then they can show you what's possible when you want to change that filter. So as I was doing, as I was preparing for this podcast, it was really funny. I saw this cartoon and it totally illustrates this point. It made me laugh, but it really drove the point home. Okay, so on this cartoon, there are three frames and maybe all um, included in the show notes. But so there's this woman in the first frame and she's holding up what looks like a sheet of paper with peer recognitions and peer reviews on it. And there are all these thought bubbles that are surrounding her that say things like, you're extraordinary, you're brilliant, you're a genius, you're fantastic, you're an inspiration, you're the best presenter ever, you rock, and on and on and on and on and on. And then down at the bottom, there's this one tiny little bubble that said something like, you can really be a real witch sometimes. The next frame shows her eating dinner and all of those positive thought bubbles start to fade except for that one little negative one at the bottom. And then by the time you get to the third frame, you see her in bed and all of these positive thought bubbles have almost faded completely. But that negative one is still bold. This is a perfect example of what happens when we use this type of mental filter, when we see only the negative, never mind all the other positives of the situation, when we focus just on the negative. Now, I want to, I want to ask you a couple questions and I want you to notice how you respond to them when someone asks you these questions. Okay, so when someone asks you, how was your day? How was work? Hey, how was the movie? Okay, so are your responses usually positive or do they tend to be more negative? I want you to notice how your brain interprets each of these situations. Is it through that negative mental filter or is it through a positive filter? Now, okay, I am not saying that we all need to become Pollyannas. <laughs> For some of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Pollyanna is the main character of the book entitled Pollyanna by Eleanor Porter. And it was made into a Disney movie based on this book years and years ago. It's such a cute movie. Anyway, so this main character, Pollyanna, is an extremely cheerful little girl who is always looking for the positive in everything. And I mean everything to the point that she really bugs some people along the way. But that's how she is. Now, as good as that may sound, remember there are always more than one way of looking at the things, at things, at our situations, right? And even more than just positive and negative, we can even interpret our situation as being just totally neutral. Just it is what it is, right? It doesn't have to be positive. It doesn't have to be negative. It could be just just a neutral feeling. But if you notice that your go-to mental filter is usually focused on the negative more often than not, what does that create for you? What is it creating? Most often, I know for me, it creates just more anxiety, more depression, and even some isolation. And if left alone, 
these can become a much more, much more serious issues. Now, I'm guessing that that is not something you want. It's certainly not something that I want. And so I'm always watching for when my brain gets stuck in that negative mental filter. Now, maybe you're thinking that this is just the way you are and you have always been and there's nothing you can do about it. And I want to tell you right now, right now, I want you to let go of that thought. Let it go. Because remember, you have the power within you to change the focus if you want to. You have it in you. Your spirit is so much stronger than your brain. If you are not happy with the way you're focusing right now, you can shift it. I promise you can do this. I have experienced this and I have seen this in the clients that I have worked with. It is absolutely 100% possible. So I want to offer you a few tools today that you can do to begin to really retrain that brain of yours to help you overcome that negative mental filter that you might be struggling with. All right. So one tool is to consciously reframe. And let me explain what I mean. So we know we cannot change any situation, right? We can't change it. But we can change the way we experience it, the way we see it or interpret it, right? And to do this, one suggestion is to find one positive for every negative. Now, if your brain offers you a negative thought, then match that with a positive one. And as you train your brain this way, you will be able to see more than one perspective in every situation. And eventually your brain will be conditioned to look for the positive first. Now, while I was visiting with my daughter recently, we were sitting down at dinner. And one of the things that she does um, with her boys is she asks them, what was their favorite part of the day? And they go around and they answer. And then she asks, what was your most unfavorite part of your day? And I thought this was so brilliant because here she was helping them get into the habit of seeing things in a positive perspective and recognizing a negative perspective. And she was creating the habit of one positive for one negative. And hopefully pretty soon my grandsons will be able to really focus on the positive more more than the negative. Now, another tool is to talk back to your brain. Now, this is one of my favorite tools, favorite exercises I do with my clients. And it sounds a bit funny, but I tell you what, it is so effective. So it looks something like this. I might have the thought, I hate getting up so early to exercise. (laughs) That's a thought that I often have, really and truly. (laughs) But if I'm talking back to my brain, it would look like this. I don't have to like it. But once I get going, it feels so good and I will have more energy during the day. So just get up. Or it might look like something like this. I will never get everything done today. (laughs) I know. I know you have felt that way. And so talking back to my brain might look like, well, you don't have to. Just do one thing right now. And when that is done, Go on to the next thing. And what you don't get done today, you can always do tomorrow, knowing that you have done just enough for today. 
Talking back to your brain is so, so helpful and so effective. Now, another effective tool is to look for the things that you are grateful for. And I know we've all heard this before, but when we focus on what we are grateful for, that mental filter really does start to change. Now, I love what Dr. Melanie Greenberg says. She says this, gratitude is an attitude and way of living that has been shown to have many benefits in terms of health, happiness, satisfaction with life, and the way we relate to others. Feeling and expressing gratitude turns our mental focus to the positive, which compensates for our brain's natural tendency to focus on threats, worries, and negative aspects of life. As such, gratitude creates positive emotions like joy, love, and contentment, which research shows can undo the grip of negative emotions like anxiety. Fostering gratitude can also broaden your thinking and create positive cycles of thinking and behaving in healthy, positive ways. Don't you love that? It's so true. And one way that I have found this to be helpful is keeping a gratitude journal. Now, I've done this before in the past where I would write in the evening everything I was grateful for that day. And it really did help me to reframe and focus more on the positive things that happened rather than the negative things that I experienced. And you know what? I think it is such a helpful tool. I think I'm just going to start that up again because it is it really does help. And the last tool I want to share with you is to get a coach. I'm telling you what, having a coach is so valuable. It is such a valuable resource, especially one who has been where you are now. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Everyone needs a coach. I really, really believe that. Everyone needs someone who can see what's happening in their own brains when we can't. Now, finding a coach who understands, learning to reframe your brain, talking back to your brain when it offers you a negative perspective, and keeping a gratitude list or a journal are four tools that will really help you get rid of that negative mental filter. Now, remember, doing this once does not create that habit. This will require some effort and commitment on your part, but believe me, believe me, it is so worth it. Now, I want to leave you with one last thought shared by Howard W. Hunter, and he says this, Outward circumstances do not determine the course of our lives as much as the thoughts that habitually occupy our minds. Becoming aware of the mental filter our brain is in the habit of being in will determine the experiences we're going to have. And if you have noticed that your mental filter is more focused on the negative and you don't like what's going on and what it's creating for you, then make sure you get on my calendar today and let's work on it. All right, my friends, have a beautiful day and I will talk to you next week. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.